The morning show's over, but they're still talking. <laughs> Which, by the way, that part's not going on the radio. That's just between you and me and Liz, so... <laughs> it's Liz and Scotty's Potty. Hello and welcome. Thanks for checking out Liz and Scotty's Potty. Liz, you good? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. The only purpose of today's potty is to let you know that my favorite Christmas candle is now available <laughs> at Sam's Club. It's going to be real short, but we just want to let you know before they're all gone. That's right. This is a candle. We've talked about it and joked about it on the air for a couple of years now, I think. It's this candle that they have at Sam's. Um, and they've got a bunch of different flavors, but the evergreen one is the best smelling candle I have ever smelled. I have tried to find them online beyond Christmas season and have had no luck. It's one of those, once they sell them all, they're gone. They're gone. They usually will restock them a time or two. And I think it's part of the, the fact that you don't know when they're going to be gone is why I get all excited about it. And uh, <clears throat> made a run through Sam's Club yesterday, and they were there. And it's... <laughs> I've started looking the last few weeks because Halloween decorations have been up. And I thought, oh, 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 okay, there's something holiday-ish. Yeah. And so I would go down that one aisle at Sam's. Nope, no candles. And then I think a couple weeks ago, I thought, oh, they've got some wrapping paper out, but no candles. And then yesterday, they had the candles. So, And let me be clear, it's way too early for my house to smell like evergreen. But just the fact that the candles were there, and I did buy one of the, they had another, what it was, a holiday berry or something like that, that I, I bought that. And that one I can fire up. Yeah. I, but I can't have the house smelling like <laughs> Christmas tree just yet. <laughs> yeah. But I want to be prepared when the time is here. And for the record, Liz, I bought you, I gave you one of these candles last mm-hmm. year. Am I overstating how good the candle smells or not? No, I think this was the quickest burning candle in our house last year. Okay. Like, we could not stop lighting it. It just smelled delicious. Really so. good. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, they are available now at the Sam's Club uh, in Columbia, as well as, thank you, uh, listener Danette, who heard us talking about it. And she said they're at the Sam's Club in uh, in Jefferson City, too. Yep. So I would assume they're at all the Sam's Club, but you never know. So, anyway, we appreciate you checking out. Liz and Scotty's potty, where we just uh, just take a couple of minutes to touch on some things that we didn't get into that much on the radio because uh, either A, it just wasn't appropriate, or B, we didn't have time. One of the things we spent a little bit of time on is seeing a story that Elon Musk apparently is kicking around the idea of having a subscription for Twitter. I feel like this is not the first time we've heard this. Yeah, he's kicked around a couple of options where somebody would have to pay. Like the blue check mark, you had to pay for that for right, a little bit. Right. And that didn't really fly off. So I think this is another option. He spent a lot of money getting Twitter, so he's yeah. got to make his money back somehow. Yeah, and apparently the stock has gone way down, you know, since he bought it. And this made me think of a question for Liz, knowing that Liz is not a, a Twitter person, an ex person. I kind of am. Um, I use it as a news feed more than anything. I wouldn't pay for it, mm-hmm. but I do use it. But I know you like the TikTok. And so I was thinking, okay, TikTok or Instagram both, would would you pay for either one of those? Mm-hmm. And initially I thought, no, I wouldn't pay for those. But right. then after thinking about it, I'm like, okay, but you do spend a lot of time scrolling. And what would you do with that time if if you didn't have TikTok or Instagram? So... I think after a lot of thought, I would probably pay a very small subscription fee for TikTok. I might too. I have no. I, as I have gotten into TikTok, 
I have noticed is, and I turn off my TV at night now. There's no, there's no nightly TV show that I watch. I'm, I'm a little bit weird about this, about streaming. I enjoy streaming, but I save it for the weekend for some reason. Like I get into a show. I don't want to watch it during the week. I save that for, for Saturday and Sunday, Mm -hmm. which a little bit different now because there's football games on all the time. So I don't actually currently have a show, but I don't need one. But that's kind of the way I am with TV. So as I was just kind of laying on my couch flipping through TikTok, it hit me. That's kind of my entertainment. You know, it, you talk about wasting time with social media, but I don't know. It's not any different than wasting time watching a TV show. Right. And I actually enjoy flipping through it. And I don't have the TV on thinking, okay, this is my new watching TV at night. I still don't know that I'd pay for it, although I do find it entertaining. Another thing for me on TikTok is I love, and I'm just kind of, Liz is helping me. I'm learning how to do a lot of things on there. And it is a great creative outlet for me. One of the things I loved about Twitter when it first came out was the challenge of trying to be funny in 140 characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that takes some skill and some editing, and which is stuff that we work on here for the radio and stuff too. So that was always kind of a challenge for me. And I always um, liked the video. I did video in college. I haven't done as much recently, but it's the creative part of me that likes playing around with TikTok. So with you, I'm, I might pay a little subscription for it. I don't know. My initial reaction was like yours. It's like the old man in me came out and was like, Pruh! it's a waste of time. Social media is ruining this nation. Yeah. Which I could make that argument. I, I believe that sometimes. I think social media does a lot of really good things, but I think it does a lot of really bad things too. So that was my first reaction, but also digging into it. I'm not a big face guy, Facebook guy anymore. But I feel a little responsibility because my mom is not on Facebook, Mm -hmm. but me being on Facebook helps keep her connected with her family in Kansas. So when mom and I do something, I can post a picture of it. They love seeing that and they love being able to keep up with mom and what she's doing. Yeah. So I almost feel a little, a little family responsibility on the whole Facebook thing. So I might pay a little bit for that too, just for that reason. Well, and here's another thought, especially with Facebook. A lot of people complain about the ads that they see while they're scrolling on their feed. If you pay a little subscription, would a lot of those ads disappear? Yeah. Would you be willing to do that Yeah. for the annoyance of the ads being gone? Yeah. That's a good question. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And you too mentioned, Liz, that if, if these, you know, if Instagram, X slash Twitter, Facebook, these ones that we're used to, if they start charging something else is going to pop up that's free. Yeah, some other app, some other social media site's going to be, you know, a good competition, and a lot of people will go and migrate towards there. So it's not like it's the end-all, be-all if these things right. start charging subscription prices. But it would be interested to see. Yeah. Granted, any app developers out there, please don't get any ideas, and please keep your services for free. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Just a thought. I, I think my initial reaction was, no, I wouldn't pay for it. But the more I think, you know, just stop and work work through it a little mm-hmm. bit. It's it's not as bad as all of the bad stuff. It's probably not as good as all of the good stuff either. But anyway, just kind of interesting. Another question I had for Liz this week, knowing that, uh, that Liz loves her reality TV show. Um, and you have been a Bachelor slash... Bachelorette yeah. fan, haven't you? Yeah, it was in the past. Okay. I don't necessarily watch it as much anymore. 
Have you seen uh, these promos for the Golden Bachelor? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? So the Golden Bachelor is this guy that's older. I think he's like 72 years old. And so older women are going to be a part of this show. Right. I'm intrigued by it. That's the short answer. The long answer is I hope it's not like The Bachelor because the allure of The Bachelor is a lot of catty women fighting over who's going to, you know, eventually marry this guy or get engaged to this guy this really attractive man i don't want to see older women fighting over an older man yeah i just don't think that would come across very well so if they can make it and have a way with it still having some drama but not these catty older women fighting i'm for it i think it'll be a great show there's nothing like it on television right now so that was a great idea it's just going to take a little extra work, I feel like. The producers of that show do a pretty good job of, and this is coming from somebody who does not watch it regularly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the drama is what, what gets people to watch it, mm-hmm. and so the fights and that sort of thing. But they do a pretty good job at, at kind of telling those emotional stories, too, don't they? Yeah. Or am I thinking of other shows other than The Bachelor? I think over the years, those emotional stories have kind of gone by the wayside okay. a little bit just because the cattiness is what draws viewers in. The producers have come under fire in the past for being way too into people's lives. They like read way too much into these people before they even get cast and they know what's going to turn on the waterworks like they they know what buttons to push exactly and they dig a little too deep so hopefully the producers with this show are a little bit more nicer and can i don't know it's just there's just gonna have to be some kind of a balance and it, it it might be a little um wonky the first season but if if it continues on for a second season i'd be intrigued to see what what comes out of this and it's hard to compare too because network TV is not what network TV was mm-hmm. even two years ago, but especially five years ago, ten years ago when shows like this were great. And they don't have to have a huge audience to keep it on TV anymore. Right. You know, I mean, because everything is is so um, segmented. So. Yeah, segmented and streaming is king right now. Yeah. So if it's yeah. just airing on ABC, maybe they maybe they are looking for that older audience to watch. And- yeah. They're not necessarily gearing it towards my generation who's used to the cattiness. That generation is still watching network TV and still got cable and still watching over the air. My initial reaction was that this guy seemed kind of cheesy to Mm -hmm. me, but but he seemed like a very nice man. And I've seen nothing but the 15 second promos that have been on during a football game, but... He 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 came across to me as a little cheesy, but he was and, handsome for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he looks good for seventy-two years old. Great head of hair Lord. for a seventy-year-old. Yeah, and I think his storyline is, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I've only seen what you've seen. Is he's a widow, and the love of his life passed away a few years ago, and okay. so his kids have been, you know, egging him to try and find another soulmate. So yes, the. The previews have been very dramatic on kind of focusing on that aspect of things. So here's the hoping like we don't need tissues for every single episode. You want more of a lighthearted show to begin with, right. especially when it comes to The Bachelor. But you, you might be right. This could be ultra cheesy and this could fail miserably. <laughs> All right. Well, it'll be interesting to watch. Yes. Thank you so much for taking the time to find 
Liz and Scotty's Potty. Wherever you have found it, there are options for that. Wherever you get your other podcasts, just uh, search for Clear 99 On Demand. That's kind of the, the umbrella. Search for Clear 99 On Demand. Subscribe that way, and you can find the podcast. Uh, you can also find them on the new Clear 99 app. There is a podcast section on there where you can listen. They're always online, too. Just check out the podcast section at clear99.com. And if you haven't yet, go give us a follow on our socials, too. We love sharing pictures and asking all of those silly questions we talk about over the air. You can find us at clear99.3 on Instagram or just search for Liz and Scotty in the morning on Facebook or at clear99. What did you learn today, Sonny? Speaking of that 61-yard kick, we all already knew that uh, Harrison Mavis, the kicker for Mizzou Tigers, with the great nickname, the Thicker Kicker. Yes. I saw a couple of new ones over the weekend, Mavis the Grievous and Mavis the Menace, but we heard from a listener today of one that I had not heard. So I learned a new nickname for Harrison Mavis, Brawny, because he's the Thicker (laughs) Kicker-Upper. So good. Somebody go get him a sponsorship or something with Bronny, right? Going to be another NIL deal right (laughs) there. Let that young man get paid. Yes.